0: Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, this Wednesday afternoon. As I mentioned before, we do have a very special edition of the 123 Show because today we're having an awards ceremony live on the radio and we're also bringing you that onto the Facebook page. Noreen Mir on RTHK is the page to go to. And along with the prize presentation of the Hong Kong English Poetry Competition, this year we've really had an unprecedented year, really, really extraordinary and we've had over 100 entries for this year's competition, and it was all inspired by the theme, Two. Um, it turned out that Two was a really interesting theme. Uh, really inspired our poets in many different ways. And it was extraordinary and interesting to see how different poets interpreted the theme too. So without further ado, I'd like to congratulate one of our winners uh, this year. The first runner up of the Hong Kong English Poetry Competition is Alexandra Colgan. Congratulations to you, Alexandra. Thank you so much, Noreen. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today. Um, th- the The points and the scores were really, really close. I have to tell you this. So, um, it's amazing. Congratulations. How are you feeling? Uh, pretty surprised and also excited. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so first of all, how did you hear about this, uh, competition? So I actually have
1: to give credit to my mom. (laughs) I I didn't know about this competition at all, but she's in a a writer's group for Hong Kong, and then they forwarded this, and she always likes to forward this to our family WhatsApp group. Uh, So then she let me know uh, that it was there. And they're actually all back in the U.S. now. But she's like, oh, you should just enter. And well, since we were kind of you know, have more spare time with no traveling stuff, I thought,
0: well, maybe I'll just try it. Yeah. Maybe she also entered, but she didn't win. So maybe
1: <laughs> maybe you need to I'll ask it. <laughs> her, but she hasn't told me that.
0: <laughs> uh, we are on Facebook as well, Noreen Mare on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear Alexandra there. Uh, she'll be sharing some of uh, the inspiration uh, behind her uh, poem. Uh, so uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, where are you from and what do you do?
1: Uh, So I'm originally from the U.S., but I moved to Hong Kong about 16 years ago now. So I'd say I'm pretty much a local at this point. Yeah, Uh, my husband's also from Hong Kong. Uh, So it's just me and him here now, and the rest of my family has already gone back. Um, But yeah, so I grew up here for half of my life, and then now I'm working here and just, you know, still enjoying Hong Kong life.
0: Are you, by any chance, in the creative industry?
1: Uh, yes. So I currently work in advertising in the creative department oh, as a copywriter. Well,
0: yeah. Well, we'll yeah. get to how you stay creative. I suppose this is for pleasure and, and one's for work, but we'll get to, to that. So your poem is called Two. Um, what is it about?
1: Uh, so when I heard read the theme really the first thing that came to mind was, well, because of the political situation here was, you know, one country, two systems. And then that was all I could really think of. So then I thought of, you know, maybe basing it off something, you know, around that. Um, And then that kind of morphed into an idea of kind of marriage where, you know, in the Bible, it says, when two become one. So I felt like that. Was kind of a, an interesting take on what was happening in Hong Kong right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, definitely challenging times here in Hong Kong. Did you encounter any challenges when you were writing uh, the poem uh, with the ever changing yeah, political was, situation yeah, so here actually, in Hong Kong? Yeah, I
1: think. I started writing the poem when when it was announced, which was in, in April. April. Yeah. So I had some vague thoughts about that and I wrote down like a few lines and stuff. But then, you know, then, you know, I got busy so I, I put it aside. I didn't think about it much, but I was always remembering the, the deadline for July fifth. And then um, and then when uh, they announced the national security law on the thirtieth of June, like that kind of inspired me to just really write out the second half of that poem. Yeah. And it kind of like really impacted like the direction, I guess, the the poem went. It was a little bit, still hopeful, but slightly, you know, more uh, <laughs> m- more sort of
0: uh, cautious. <laughs> yes, more
1: cautious. That's, that's a good word. Um, So, yeah, so that was definitely like really in my mind when I was like writing parts of this this poem, although I had originally thought about this, what the topic of the poem was back in April.
0: Yeah. Has the political situation made you sort of yeah more, more mindful, more cautious about how creative you can be? you know that's one thing that that's on people's minds you know you, you, you we start to maybe question or or self-censor or self-preservation however people want to call it you know it, it, you have thoughts but you know th- there's just more um uh, more fear or more worry uh, in expressing those thoughts H- has it uh, affected you in, in in any way
1: Uh yeah definitely i mean one of the one of the things I noticed was like a lot of people started using Telegram now. <laughs> yes. And less slightly less WhatsApp like, what but you that? know. Yeah, but, yeah <laughs> but like that that's the new thing. Now everyone, a lot of people I know include myself, we've got VPN. Um so a lot of different things and even in my
0: Signal is another one. Yeah, eh? Signal,
1: yeah. Oh yeah, Signal is I think even safer than <laughs> Telegram apparently. Um and then even in my work we had to be quite careful with like certain things we said be a bit more vague um, so yeah and even like just looking around hong kong like i live in the mongkok area and then the, they have a footbridge and that used to be where all like tons of protest posters were and then those were like completely you know stripped down and there's no more you know stickers or post-it notes in most you know shops or restaurants so it's definitely Quite uh, disheartening, a little bit, to see that kind of creative expression disappearing. Because I do think, even though maybe the CCP doesn't like it, it is part of the history of what's happening in Hong Kong. So.
0: In a way, do you think it uh, helps people to be more creative? So you've got, if, if you have, um, you know, certain thoughts or certain uh, disagreements or, yeah. I don't know, um, uh, angst against uh, the, the government, can, are people sort of more creative in, yeah. in the way they express things as I well? I think you
1: definitely have to, you're challenged in a different way to, to say what's on your mind, but not say it so directly. But clear enough that people can understand your maybe hidden meaning or something like that so that's definitely a creative challenge that's come about i think
0: yeah. Yeah. well alexandra i'm i really really want to hear the the, the poem read by from you um it's really certainly uh, interesting as i mentioned earlier are uh, some of our listeners if, if they tuned in earlier it really was an interesting process f- throughout um you know getting the getting uh, all the entries in so we we kicked started this poetry competition in April, mid-April and then the deadline as you mentioned was 5th of July and throughout that we had an internal process of uh, going through the poems and then it went to four different judges very different judges. We had Henrik Hogue uh, who runs the Peel Street uh, Poetry competi- uh, Peel Street uh, uh, Poetry uh, there and we also had Tammy Ho who's an academic from Baptist University and uh, we also had Hugh Chiverton who's head of English Programme Services and also uh, we had Mary Jean Chan, who uh, was the winner of the Costa Poetry Prize of Mm. 2019. So, very diversified, a lot of different. So, congratulations again. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) My point is really uh, strong entries uh, this year. And it was just interesting just to see who the final ones were because Mm. each different, uh, all the different judges had very different. uh, styles and, of, of poetry so it was just yeah. very interesting to see what they enjoyed and, and the ones that didn't quite make it. So right. let's hear your poem uh, which is called Two.
1: Sure uh, So this is a poem called Two Two becoming one a beautiful verse of unity and love but there is no blushing bride eagerly awaiting her wedding day what this is is far from cut and dried This is a marriage prearranged, out of our control and destined to be estranged. For the space between two and one is an infinite abyss. Side by side they sit, so close, yet they simply can't be forced to to fit. So here we are, adrift, like fireflies in the night, floating on a dream of yellow light, a flickering flame in the dark, a glowing promise we hold tight, wondering how much longer do we have? As the gap continues to erode. And we've stood at this crossroad, umbrellas held high in the sun, rain, gas, pain, refusing to be controlled, resisting like a reluctant dough that cannot be kneaded into any mold. But our betrothed's hands have gotten stronger, harder, desperate. All of a sudden, the day is here. Where did the time disappear? We are being handed over to a future uncertain. We must march again, not down an aisle, but to the beat of a million hearts. We say our vows like water will be, whether it's a drop or a surging flood. For the space between two and one is an infinite abyss. There's still room for even the tiniest trickle of hope to bloom. And that a poem like this is still allowed to exist.
0: Certainly. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's one of the winners of, of this year's Hong Kong English Poetry Competition. And uh, we, we certainly have the, the, the creative freedom here. Um, it's yeah, so th-
1: I ended the poem like that because I actually really wasn't sure what, what could really be said anymore, you know,
0: so. Yeah, oh, it's definitely very poignant. And I think no matter which side or, or where you stand in the political spectrum, I mean, the these uh, political sort of unrest in, in, in Hong Kong has affected people in different ways and made people think about yeah. the future of Hong Kong um in, in on all fronts. So let's talk a little bit about the creative process then. Um did you have to write many drafts and and or did it sort of flow to you like like water? <laughs>
1: um I'd say some parts definitely did. I know it's uh, it's kind of the easy way out but I f- I find rhyming definitely helps me th- like think of lines easier because there's just you know, a hook there. Um, Although I know rhyming doesn't always make sense for every type of poem. Uh, And I definitely, I didn't follow any type of structure. Uh, I tried to, but it got really hard. So I just kind of, you know, you know, combined different things. Uh, Some of them rhyme, some of them don't. Uh, Some of them are, you know, three stanzas. Some have three stanzas, some have two. Uh, So it was pretty random. I'm not used to writing poetry, actually. I don't really do that much. But I did do like just a fun quarantine challenge recently, which was write a haiku every day for all, for a whole month. So that was like, oh, if I could do that, just a short haiku, I guess I can write like a whole poem. Uh, So then, yeah, that was uh, my small dabble in poetry
0: but (laughs) so what sorts of what what sorts of things inspire you to to sit down and write whether it's poetry or creative writing and how do you sort of stay creative in in, in all this and in the process of, of writing
1: I think well I don't I don't actually sit down and write too much in my own time at least recently but I think it's just observations and and people, watching. Daily live, people watching like i think that that kind of stuff to me is is the most powerful when you you see when so, you get insight from something and someone like everyone's kind of aware of it but then until someone really says it they're like oh yeah like i totally get that or that totally makes sense to me i think that kind of those kind of like experiences and then being written down in a in a well written or a unique way, is quite interesting to me. So I do follow a few poets and stuff on Instagram or other writers, and I love reading mostly mm. nonfiction. But uh, yeah, usually I'm absorb. I feel like I'm absorbing the, Waiting the for literature, the moment to... yeah, <laughs> instead of creating. I, also because I I do write. Um, for work so then yeah. sometimes I want to do something else in my spare time
0: Yeah, Some people say that the writing experience can be quite cathartic How did you feel after writing your poem?
1: It felt nice to to have produced something I think and although like, I'm not like it's quite a more serious poem I guess than I normally am in, in real life <laughs> I usually talk about topics a bit more lightheartedly, but I thought this was, it weighed heavily on a lot of people's minds, and then, so I thought it was quite a nice way to express, so that even if maybe no one was ever going to see it, I thought it was...
0: Yeah, we receive it quickly. (laughs) it, guys. We can't have this.
1: But I thought it was, yeah, it was was nice (laughs) to be able to to you know, say what was on my mind instead of just thinking in my own head.
0: Yeah. Um did your family know this was the topic you were writing about?
1: No, I didn't send I didn't tell like I I I think I told my mom I I was Oh I'm just I writing about gonna, marriage. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna write something. Um but then like and then I just sent it and then I never I didn't show anyone except my husband actually. And then it wasn't until your you contacted me that I was like, Oh, I guess People liked it, so then I sent it to my mom, and she was really excited. And then, you know, so, mm. so she hadn't read it until until
0: later. Yeah, you need to check with her whether or not she actually. <laughs> Maybe it's somewhere. I know. That, yeah. I'll ask her. <laughs> Alexandra, congratulations once again. Thank you so, Thank much. You so much. for your sharing and, and sharing your, your art and your craft uh, with our listeners this afternoon. And um, we hope you'll enter again next year. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm definitely going to be glad to.
0: Thank you so much. And <laughs> that's Alexandra Cauldron, who is the first runner-up of the Hong Kong English Poetry Competition. And her winning piece is called Two.